My name is Jean. As a former coach for a major diet company, I was unsure about body image coaching. I did not want another diet. I was looking for true transformation from the world of diets, fitness, and quote, healthy lifestyles. I am so thankful that God led me to Heather and to our coaching group. God is using Heather to help women break free from the bondage of idolatry regarding diet culture and body image. In a dark world where we are bombarded with diet, fitness, and the desire for the perfect body, Heather shines God's light. God has equipped her with scripture, Bible study, and resources to help lead women back into his open and loving arms. She asks the tough questions to help reveal the lies that we have been given time and time and time again. She then helps to work through those lies and find truth from our Heavenly Father. Heather's mission to reach women for God is evident in her writing, podcast, and coaching. She prayerfully put our coaching group together this spring and has given me three wonderful Christian women to share life with. We have continued to meet and text daily. We are continuing to meet with Heather once a month as a group as well. Heather, thank you for listening to God's prompting and following the opportunities he has provided you. I have been broken free from the slavery of body image and given hope again to having true peace in our big and mighty God. Hey, hey there, friend. Heather Creekmore here. I'm so glad you're listening to the Compared to Who show today. And Jean, my friend, thank you for those kind words about your experience in group coaching. It was such a pleasure to work with you. And I have just been delighted to see how your group has stayed together. It's so encouraging to me. And the progress you guys have made is just amazing. So that has just been a huge blessing to me. I know you guys feel like you were blessed, but I was blessed in that as well. And if you're listening today, friend, and you're like, I kind of want some of that. What does that mean to have friends to talk to about my body image issues? What would that be like in your life to have someone you can text when you're stressing over your size or shape? That's part of the goal of my group coaching. And if you want to be part of that, I hope you'll reach out. Just drop me a message, Heather, at comparedtohu.me, and I can tell you all about what group coaching looks like. We're going to start in September. There are spaces left. I'd love the chance to work with you. Well, today we're going to talk about what not to do on a bad body image day. We're continuing our series, Hot Coaching Tips, this summer. And today, you know those days when you just kind of wake up and you're like, Uh, do I have to wear clothes? Do I have to go outside? What do I do with this body of mine? We're going to talk about what not to do and what to do on those kind of days. I think you're really going to get a lot out of this one. I hope you enjoy this show. Let's go. Welcome to Compare to Who, the podcast to help you make peace with your body so you can savor God's rest and feel his love. If you're tired of fighting body image the world's way, Compare to Who is the show for you. You've likely heard lots of talk about loving your body, but my goal is different. Striving to fall in love with stretch marks and cellulite is a little silly to me. Instead, I want to encourage you and remind you with the truth of scripture that you are seen, you are known, and you are loved no matter what your size or shape. Here the pressure is off. If you're looking for real talk, biblical encouragement, and regular reminders that God loves you and you're not alone, you've come to the right place. I hope you enjoy today's show and hey, tell a friend about it. Okay, friends, today we're talking about what to do on those days 
when you wake up and uh, you just don't like what you feel, you don't like what you see, you're not sure what to do, you just want to scream, is anyone with me? Now, I will tell you that I've noticed the older I've gotten, the more the way my body fluctuates as the month progresses, if you know what I mean, the more dramatic it feels. And it's not necessarily that I have more bad body image days because the whole reason I'm doing this is God has really done a change in my heart and in my life on this front. So I don't even know that I can compare <laughs> apples to apples of how many bad body image days I have now versus how many I used to have. I would say I probably lived every single day as a bad body image day through my 20s and 30s and into my teens as well. But now they're more noticeable. These are days when I'm just like, ugh, really? This is my body? And I have to do things intentionally to help myself from staying there, to help myself from sitting there, or really to help myself not go back to those old habits and patterns. And for me, this included an eating disorder. I used to say I was a disordered eater, but the more I have studied eating disorders, the more I am convinced that I likely had a full-blown eating disorder. And so what would happen is feeling bad in my body would trigger me to go back to those old behaviors to try to fix it. Maybe this is something you can relate to. And if it is, I hope you'll keep listening. I think I've got five tips for you today. So these are what to not to do on a bad body image day. And I'm going to try to tell you what to do also. But number one, okay, friend, you know this one. You know it. But as I coach some of you, you confess to this over and over again. And it's almost funny. It's laughable. But number one is don't get on the scale. Oh, we are so much gluttons for punishment, aren't we? It's like, I feel bad. I better find out exactly what the situation is. So I'm going to get on the scale. I'm going to get on the scale so I can obsess over that number all day long. <laughs> no, that's not what we say to ourselves. But oh, friend, let me tell you, this is warfare. <laughs> It really is, right? I think we talk ourselves into the scale because we convince ourselves that if we can get on there and see a number that's not as bad as the number we fear it is, then maybe we won't feel bad about our bodies after doing that. But friend, I have never, not one time, met a person for which this tactic was successful, right? Most of the time what happens is when you feel bad about your body, you get on that scale and no matter what number it is, it's not good enough. If you feel bad about your body and happen to see a number that's lower than you were expecting, chances are your brain will just tell you, well, you better keep working because this number doesn't feel as good as you thought it would. You better keep losing. You better keep changing. You better keep going. You're not there yet. So friend, if you wake up and it's a bad body image day, do not get on the scale. I repeat, 
do not get on the scale. Do practice compassion with yourself. Remember, your body is not made of plastic. Your body changes every single day, just a little bit. But throughout the month, it changes a lot. Hormones fluctuate. Did you know you can gain up to 10 pounds before your period? 10 pounds. Stress, lack of sleep, the weather, all of these things have an impact on your physical body too. Just because you don't feel like your body is acceptable today, that doesn't mean it's true. We do not have to believe everything we feel. Now, friend, that doesn't mean feelings are all bad. Feelings can and should be acknowledged, but they don't have to be believed. Instead, sort into those feelings, dig into what's really underneath why you're feeling bad about your body. You don't have to take your feelings at face value, and you certainly don't have to trust them because it may be deeper than you see or know. So I'll give you an example of this. A client of mine was having a, we'll call it a bad body image day. And it was around a holiday. And she was just feeling really yucky about everything. Uh, she had you know, gotten dressed that day and just felt uh, like she looked awful all day. And when she got home, she's just so frustrated with her body, just feeling really bad about her body. And so she went into a room and closed the door. She took a couple minutes. And this was a client I was working with regularly. And so she went through some of the exercises that I'd given her. And she listened to some of the things I'd given her to listen to. And after a little time alone, she resurfaced understanding that what she was really feeling, what she was really upset about, was that she couldn't go be where her family was gathered on that particular holiday. She was missing out on gathering with her family. And when she stopped and realized that that's where her frustration and sadness stemmed from, she was able to feel better. In fact, she called her family. She told them she was sad not to be with them. She talked to them on the phone, heard how much they missed her too. And after she got off that call, strangely enough, she didn't feel nearly as obsessive over her body size and shape. She realized instead that the problem wasn't about her body at all. She had taken her feelings and projected them onto her body. And, and the crazy thing is, you know, changing her body wouldn't have fixed the situation. If she had decided to start a diet the next day or go work out really hard all afternoon to try to feel better about her body, None of those things would have been effective because the real problem, the real thing she was feeling wasn't about her body at all. It was about being lonely and missing family. Okay, number two, don't pull out the smallest clothes in your closet and decide to try them on. Okay, yes, if you were masochistic enough to think about the scale, you were probably masochistic enough to think about this too, okay? So that's why I'm telling you, this is not the day to try on the jeans that you know are sometimes too tight. If you wake up and you feel blah about your body, be kind to yourself and choose the most forgiving clothing you own. I remember once being told that if I felt fat, I should wear my tight clothing and then that would remind me to eat less. 
But friends, anyone who's worn clothing that doesn't fit knows all that does is remind you of just how uncomfortable you are in your body. And instead of eating less, all I could think about was getting home and eating all of my feelings of frustration over a day spent obsessing over my body size. When your clothes don't fit, you're forcing yourself to think about your body, to obsess over your body, to focus on your body, and it's just not helpful. The freedom comes when you are free to just be, to forget about what you think of your body and what others think of it, and just live your life. So if it's a bad body image day, hey, grab that flowy skirt, grab that loose fitting dress and a cardigan sweater. It's okay to give your body some grace and some space to just be. And and here's the thing, those bad body image days, okay, yeah, we can have a couple of them in a row. I get it. You can have a bad body image week. But if you can just give yourself grace and space, wear clothes that are comfortable, you will be surprised at how they can leave just as quickly as they came. How you can get caught up in thinking about other things, thinking about real life, thinking about relationships, thinking about being with people, thinking about getting work done, whatever it is you're focused on that day. You can think about the things of the day and not think about your body. And that, my friend, is what will help turn it from a bad body image day to just a day and maybe even a good day. Okay, number three, don't get bangs or cut off all your hair. Okay, Uh, this should go without saying, but too many of us have done this. A bad body image day is not the right time to stop into a random hair salon and get all your hair cut off. In fact, I'd say if you're having a bad body image day and you already have a hair appointment for that day scheduled, be as conservative as possible. You will not fix your bad body image with a new hairstyle. Again, this is not actually about your body. It's about how you feel about your body and what you believe will set you free. And I promise you, my friend, a new haircut won't do it. Don't do anything drastic. Now, I would recommend if you're thinking about making a big change, tell your hairdresser. And the next time you come in, she can help you navigate making that big overhaul, that big change, going from long hair to short hair, getting it colored, get what, whatever it is, right? But I wouldn't do it on your bad body image day. Give yourself some time to process and think through your options and go back and get that radical new hairstyle another day. Okay, number four, and this is the one, oh, I know you do it because I've done it. <laughs> don't go searching for a new plan or program. Okay, friend, here's the truth. I'm just going to be straight with you. Starting something new tomorrow is not going to solve this. You have been down that road. And guess what? Even if you lost all the weight you want to lose, if you got the body that you think you desire, you can still have bad body image days. Yes, that's right. Women of all shapes and sizes have bad body 
days. In fact, I remember being absolutely stunned by a friend of mine. Okay, let me just give you a little context. She looked like a model. I wrote about her in Compared to Who. She was offered acting gigs and modeling gigs all the time. She was very tall and very thin. But one day she showed up at church and she was going on and on and on about how bad she looked that day. Now, I thought she looked great. I thought she looked the same as always. But she began to complain about how frustrated she was with the cellulite on the back of her thighs. Now, friend, I needed a magnifying glass to see it. <laughs> but she didn't. She was wearing long pants to cover it because it bothered her so much. And my point here is not to criticize my friend. My point here is to share with you that we all have our hangups. There will never be a day when you can completely be satisfied with your body as long as you are on a quest to perfect it. In fact, the only way you're ever going to feel free is when you decide to accept it. Now, that doesn't mean you can never use cellulite cream. It doesn't mean you can't try to change your habits, incorporate healthier habits, exercise, wear clothing that feels good, use special lotions that make your skin feel and look good. None of those things are bad. But here's what I'm saying. It's the position from which you use these products or follow the plans. That's what matters. If you are Googling your next plan or program like it is going to save you, like it is going to rescue you from these bad body days, friend, it's not going to work. Instead, what you want to do is if you are looking for products or plans to help your life, and I I don't recommend diets, I just don't, but that's a conversation for another day, right? 95% of diets fail and will leave you heavier than you started within five years. That's, That's statistically the truth. But we all think we're going to be the exception. And, and going back to these other products or programs we might try, if you want to try something, you have to look for it, not to rescue you. You have to just look and see if maybe it can help a little, take it or leave it. It's not your plan of salvation. Because if you believe that the next plan will rescue you, you are going to be disappointed. It's like I like to tell my coaching clients, unicorns don't exist. Okay, we all want them to. And I I don't mean horses with horns on them, right? It's just that we believe there's a miracle cure out there somewhere. And if we're just vigilant enough, if we try all the things, then eventually we'll find it. But it's not true. There's no miracle planner program that's going to zap all this away. It's not about your body. It's about your heart. And it's about your mind. What do you believe about your worth and your value? What do you believe about yourself on a day when you don't feel great in your skin? That's what this is all about. Okay, the last one is don't start making vows to yourself. Now, let me be a little bit clearer with this, and I know you've probably done it too. When we have a bad body day, what do we do? We start making promises to ourselves, right? We write a list of new nevers. I will never eat sugar again. I will never miss a day of working out. I will never eat after seven. Whatever rules you feel like you need to 
quote unquote, get serious about in order to quote unquote, fix your body. So you will never feel this way again. Let me say it once more. You can fix the way you feel about your body without actually changing your body. The only way to feel differently about your body is to feel differently about your body, to see it differently. It's not about your physical self. So instead of making a list of vows, things you'll never do, make a different kind of list. Make a list of things you appreciate about your body. What can you be grateful for in this body of yours? If you're not ready to be grateful for anything about your body, just write a list of what you can be grateful for in life. Do you have family, friends, a home, food to eat, a job, a church? A gratitude list will do far more to turn around your bad body image day than any list you could create of things you'll never eat again or never do again. So that's it. Those are my five tips for what to do and what not to do if you're having a bad body image day. Group coaching registration is open. If you're interested, grab a time to do a 10-minute chat with me about it. You can do that on my website, compare2who.me. Just go to the coaching tab and you can learn all about how to schedule that. I would love the chance to talk to you and tell you more about this opportunity. Likewise, if you haven't left a review of the show, I would be so honored if you consider doing that. You can just go on iTunes and scroll to the leave a review section, or you can go to my website, compare2.me slash podcast, and the instructions on how to leave a review are there. Thanks again for listening today. I hope something in today's episode has helped you stop comparing and start living. Bye-bye. Before you go, if something from today's show blessed you, may I ask a huge favor? Leave a review on your favorite platform. Seeing your five-star reviews is a huge encouragement to me. Not sure how to do it? You can go to compare to who.me slash podcast, scroll to the bottom, and you'll find all the information. And while you're at compare to who.me, check out some of the more than 500 articles on there about body image, comparison, all the things you're thinking about. Plus, you can find out more about my books, or you can grab a time for a free 10-minute call to see if coaching is right for you. I'm so honored to be a part of your journey out of body image and comparison frustration. And I can't wait to hear how God is working to set you free. The Compare To Podcast is part of the Spark Media Network, now available on the Edify Podcast app. Grab the Edify app in your Google Play store or on the Apple Podcast app. You will be so glad you did. Hey, friend, would you check out the date on that episode you just listened to? Yeah, it's been a minute. 
Listening to old podcasts is almost like reading my diary from several years ago. In some cases, it's even a little embarrassing. So instead of listening straight through season by season, can I encourage you to skip ahead? I release brand new episodes every Tuesday and Friday. And if you're not sure where to start, you can go to improvebodyimage.com, find the Start Here button, and I've got several episodes listed and categorized so you can find the topics that are of most interest to you. Your time is valuable, so skip straight to the good stuff. I'm glad you're here. Thanks for letting me be a part of your body image and food freedom journey. A powerful prayer life does not require hiking a mountain to be able to hear from God. God can meet us right in the middle of our busy lives to help, guide, and speak to us through prayer. I'm Christina Patterson, host of the Teach Us to Pray podcast, providing practical teaching and encouragement on how you can make prayer a natural and consistent part of your everyday life. I promise it won't require hiking a mountain, but you just might develop the faith to move one. Listen and subscribe at lifeaudio.com.